Hey, Uncle Weed, why don't you break out some of that private stash? We listen to a show with Uncle Weed, with Little Bay, nice guy. We come around, entertain, we make everything nice. We drink and overproof rum and everything is okay. Jamaica, love, unity is strength. Gardeners, by no mass. It smells are full of fruit. It smells like it smells like mangoes and papayas. It's got the rich sweetness. You like fried plantain, you like plantain porridge, you like plantain in your door. Chugling from a hammock. This might be logistically difficult. Cause in one hand I have a joint that started as a size significantly larger than my middle finger. Rolled uh, last night after arriving in Little Bay, Jamaica. And my other hand, of course, I have the obligatory red stripe, which I've been alternating with the dragon stout to stay hydrated here in the salty sea. And along with you on my back pocket, I'll just do what I can. I'm a little bit uh, dumbfounded. I haven't been here quite for 24 hours and already. <laughs> the hijinks are flowing along at full speed. What can I tell you, right? I'm no rookie at this uh, traipse around the world and going to far-flung places and, and uh, sorting my way around grassroots, right? But uh, this is just about as good as it gets. It's, you know, the time from... There's something about the time from the airport to having a joint and a beer. And when you can do that in under an hour... You know you're off to a good start. So, and the crazy trip started. Well, I'm on a bus ride in Vancouver, heading off to the airport and doing all that. And, and all of a sudden, we're we're off the from the wheels down on the tarmac, Montego Bay, to through customs, to getting a ride, getting our all sorted out. No time flat, and we're all comfortable. We're all comfortable. Then to make it even funner, pardon me. Oh, so we split from the airport and get this car ride out of there. And we've been up for like uh, all night, right? Flying the red eye. We get in this car ride and we say, man, you might as well just take us on this scenic ride and let's get some bevies in our hand as soon as possible. So he takes us on a space cruise and like we, Montego Bay, I guess you'd say, it's in the northwest corner of the Jamaican island. And we were staying kind of here more on the southwest coast. And so rather than going along the seacoast with all the tourist hotels, we went overland through the mountain villages. And all I can tell you, it was a drive that I will always remember. Not just because we're driving on the other side of the road that I'm accustomed to and in very close quarters with cars careening around the other corner in all sorts of uh, haphazard fashion. Not that part. It's the going through and seeing the, the lushness and the little villages and the little village life and getting right away from the chaos and right into the mountain life, seeing the little fruit stands, selling all sorts of different fruits, little shops open with a few people hanging out, stop in there, get cold red stripe for the drive, go say hello to some people, go nod your head and uh, smile along, right? And you get all these little houses built in the sides of hills, and everything's growing something somewhere, right? As a whole new speck of trees and even the bugs, right? It's a whole new flavor. I've already tried new kinds of fruit. So we got here to this crazy little beach cabins that we're staying at right and well it's you know it's uh 
I don't know the exact backstory, right? But there's a bunch of these old Jamaica-style houses, meaning that, you know, they're not air-conditioned, modern construction kind of stuff. They're local style, right? And there's a whole little smattering of them, maybe like 13 little cottages, but none of them are all quite done. It looked like it was a project that was started 20 years ago and didn't really get finished, and now it's coming back to fruition. But it's all these little groovy island-style cabins. And then there's a villa, the Legend Villa. That is my pleasant accommodations for the time being. And uh, look right out here on the little bay and did a walk last night down the beach with joints tucked behind each ear and uh, red stripes in hand. And there's uh, a beach bar, the fish fisherman's bar, down around like I could see it across the little bay from where, well, it's really called a little bay, and appropriately so, with the boats pulled up and they pull in there and go have their uh, rum. And I went there and had some red stripes and we hung out and listened to reggae music on the beach, which is cranking through a sound system of unparalleled loudness considering, you know, we're in a little village, right? There's not a lot of people around, but man, do they like to crank it loud. And you know what can I tell you, right? I'm not going to be the one to complain. <laughs> but it's pretty great when the only sound you hear is pumping reggae music. This morning, waking up, sound of birds, rooster, seeing fishing boats coming in while going and having a swim. Like, it's been a short trip, but here I am already swim, having had swims in the ocean, jumping off like it's like a little four-foot cliff all around the little seawall here. And you leap into that water, which is like kind of four to six feet or something. And then there's a little sandy beach entrance here. There's some little kayaks. And we're like, we're the only ones here, right? There's some folks here attending to the place and taking care of us. And they could sit out in a boat and stuff, like to the party last night. So we knew where we were going. Uh, but, like, it's just us, hammocks. And they're fixing some food for us, too, right? We had some uh, jerk chicken and rice and peas, you know, like which are like beans, you know. Uh, last night tonight we're having some curried conch shell, you know, like the conch, the meat from inside the shell. And there's conch shells everywhere. There, conchs all over the place here, right? Yeah, not too bad. But then, I think maybe my favorite part is, you know, I love the hot springs, right? But here there's like a mineral spring that juts, comes out right on the little cliffy bit of the seacoast here, and so there's a little min mineral pool, but it's cold mineral water mixing with the warm ocean water. So I went in there with fresh aloe vera leaf, got all nice, my skin all toned up right and soaking here in the mineral pool uh, not too shabby right and usually it's hot water here it's in you know it's, a, it's an overcast day but pleasantly warm and breezy and leaping in from the salty water which is super salty here so you practically float even if you're a laser and then you hop right into the cool mineral bath and uh, just about perfect so the trip's off to uh, the Jamaica scheme is off to a raging success and it's kind of weird because it started with a little bit of a rock star moment because they were there on the plane and we're just underway and just like starting to have that feeling like, all right, we're on the go. The plane has taken off. We're through customs. We've had our bevy, settled in, and bam, they have TV on this plane. Wow, they have like TV programs, live TV programs. And I'm flipping this thing and sure enough, there I am, my, my beard in HD on the TV news talking about, you know, the things I do to make a living. And I'm on an airplane going to Jamaica on the Jamaica scheme. A little, <laughs> a little bit of a weird way to start the trip. <laughs> but with a fat joint in one hand. Oh, oh, almost fallen, almost fallen. And, uh, and I'm heavy in my other. I've got some uh, important agenda uh, over the next couple of days. I need to take these kayaks out to Bob Marley's, uh, where his hut used to be. The, the story goes that... Uh, this, yeah, this little uh, hangout cabin for hanging out with his mistresses just over here in Little Bay. And this is where a lot of ganja was smuggled out um, back, in the, uh, back in the olden days. 
uh, it gets a little south in the grill. There's a lot of herb around here. And, uh, and they go out to the Cayman Islands, I guess. Anyway, I'm going to investigate uh, those particular uh, topics with no diligence whatsoever uh, because I'm going to be also very busy uh, swimming in this water and smoking on all these joints that were rolled up for me by my new friend with great skills and dexterity. <laughs> so, hold on, let me see how I can light this. Here we go. Well, to you from me, from Jamaica, with love. Soon come, man, soon come. Don't lose the beat now. Just leave your head now. Festival five. You hear the people think, holiday in Jamaica. It's Heroes Day. I really don't know anything about the, the, the holiday except I've learned over my years of traveling that anytime there's a holiday going on, people are outside, like more inclined to be outside having a good time. And tomorrow we're going to head in with little Jay to, to Negril and do a little exploration and see what's going on out there. Any idea what to expect for Heroes Day? There is plenty of things that expected for Heroes Day, like um, person heading to the beach, person put on their holiday costume, all the heroes, like their faces, all over Jamaica posted on poles, on stalls and all those stuff in Jamaica. So um, we're going to have a big day tomorrow. It's a big celebration in Weston, everywhere in Jamaica, Kingston, Mobe everywhere there's gonna be a big celebration in Jamaica so you have to look forward for that you mentioned that they're gonna be celebrating the heroes who are some of the heroes that they'll be celebrating generally heroes like Alexander Bustamante Manny of the Maroon Sam Sharp that's um the hero that's a third national hero right now in Jamaica but he's passed and gone for certain days ago so those are like couple names and there are plenty more ahead so you need to know in Jamaica so we have plenty of national heroes ahead that you don't know so um, you will get full details of all those persons <laughs> I'll learn tomorrow yes is it always political figures or sometimes like athletes like Usain Bolt or maybe musical heroes like Peter Tosh or something like that yeah, or is it political but, heroes but, um, from back in the days, back in the days in the 70s, you have all the great heroes come on our dollar bills. All, right. all of our great era, we burn and know about them in our history. They come on our dollar bills. 
Nuno, Samshak, Michael Manley, Masaya Gavi, all of them. They are political figures and sport. sport people. That's what they do. Um, everything that you can think of. Farming, trading, take care of crops and you all those to, stuff in Jamaica. You have to learn skills to know our Jamaican abilities. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a happy time though and people it can get together with their families which is always day. nice, right? Yes, always nice to get along with your family during this Heroes Day. So um, that's what everyone is doing right now Fam families coming all from overseas like um in miami new york city all over the world they're coming back to enjoy the heroes day with their family and um to celebrate on um, this heroes day for alexander brastamenti the great nanny maroon my mark marcus garvey every one of those heroes they're coming to um celebrate for so you can look forward to see persons with their family holding hand tomorrow in Negro celebrating all of these stuff having the Jamaican flags waving all over making beer noises on the street and having some marvelous song like the Bob Marley One Love nice. everything that you can think of in Jamaica all that's right. what's gonna happen tomorrow well I look forward to Heroes Day because as we've noted, if it's a holiday, it's bound to be something fun, as we found all around the world. And it doesn't change here, as we're alongside a bonfire behind me, the Caribbean Sea, over the side, along with our, our ragtag group of renegades, out for a good time and keeping a smile on here in Jamaica. <laughs> smile on, eh? Well, aside from my, again, pristine location, the next most important thing to note is that me and my beloved traveling companion have consumed the entire quantity of red striped beer contained in this here little bay. Granted, this bay is little, but there are many fishermen. Fortunately, the fishermen prefer the overproof rum, which uh, I will admit that uh, my better judgment told me not to try it. I certainly smelled it, and hey, I'll wait for the uh, the fine Jamaican rum in my smoothie to carry on with all the tasty food. I gotta catch you up, man. I can't even believe the whirlwind that I found myself in here. You know, you step out of the airport, and well, you know, it's like just before you. It seems like just a minute ago, I was waiting for the bus in North Vancouver out there in the rain, and bam, without seeing a hint of the tourist chaos that envelops so much of Jamaica, or just. You know, the, the, the cliches about package tourism, all-inclusive resorts, violence, all the things I heard about, none of it, none of it. All I am is I'm on a little, it's, well, it's pitch black here where I'm at. Uh, there's some stars twinkling. I'm on a little kind of a seawall, uh, walled off from, from, from the ocean, but right below is the, is the sea that I've been swimming in all day today in every which way. Man, I've gone around from the ocean to the mineral spring to the jumping off cliff ocean to beach entry ocean to uh, two different kinds of showers, all kinds of healing waters, man. Getting right into the groove. But so many things coming to me as I'm experiencing, 
experiencing this thing, and one of them is about the kind of the universalness of island cultures. You know, because like all around I look here, I see the same kind of characteristics I've seen in other uh, far-flung islands I've visited. This sort of sense of self-reliance, this sense of everything gets recycled and reused. This sense that there's an underground economy. There's another. There's always something that's a commodity that's not cash. And there's all these things here. Hmm. The way people interact together, the way people have a relationship with the people coming from outside, but a different relationship, obviously, with the people who they intermingle with. But they let us see inside that a little bit, right? I mean, we're here in a great situation where we've pretty much been... Uh, part, we're participating in a little village environment. People are coming and going. People are participating in their lives. And they're doing things all around us, right? I mean, just the last little while, the food we've eaten, uh, it was like curried conch, you know, conch, you know the conch shells, conch. Uh, the meat from inside of them, chopped up, stewed for a long time, curried. Oh, my goodness, so good, right? And then that night, uh, you know, I'm in the outdoor shower after soaking in the mineral bath after having a swim in the ocean. And all I can smell is this wafting mutton coming through the air, cooked over an outdoor grill with charcoal that was made by the people who live here right here, right? They make their own charcoal, and they, you know, today try and uh, the soursop juice, the sorrel juice, all kinds of uh, papayas and mangoes. And it's all grown, like, right here on the land, right? It's a bounteous island. Many of the islands I've lived on in Micronesia, they were like coral islands, right? So, like, not much grew there, and it was hard to raise crops. Man, everything grows here in Jamaica, including including this fine ganja. Do you mind if I pause for a moment and light up this enormous spleef? I will point out that while this spleef is uh, significantly larger than my middle finger and rolled with the uh, Bob Marley's preferred uh uh, King Lion, not being confused with Lion King. King Lion rolling papers, man. It's the Bob Marley roll, as they told me at the tiniest little shop on the entire planet, right? It's this little tiny uh, shop that's here on the property of the, uh, of the little village here with all the little hobbit sized cabins. I don't mean hobbit size in that they're small, it's more like hobbit size that they're cozy, right? And uh, there's a little tiny shop that they sell uh, beer, rum. Uh, some hair products, a few little snacks, and some wicked ice cream. Man, I had this ice cream last night. Unbelievable, right? Like, in case having the finest gange and a serviceable amount of beer, despite having cleared it all out. Fortunately, there's still the Dragon Stout and Red Stripe Light available. But, hold on just a second. I got some more stuff to tell you. Dragon Stout is a beauty, right? It's like uh, a nice, thick, molassesy stout. That the Guinness that that we get here, it's Brewing Kingston, and you know Guinness has kind of sold out their brand, man. There's not much integrity left of the brand, as far as I'm concerned. It didn't really taste like it was hard to get through, right? But the Red Stripe certainly not a premium beer in most estimations. But something about it, right here in Jamaica, it makes a lot of sense. Reminds me of when I was in Belize and drinking the Bellicans. Not a great beer, but wow, when it's mixed with the salt water and just being out here. Hold on. See, that's what happens when I start talking. Oh, all right, much better. I rescued that. 
Something about the red stripes with the uh, salty water because the salt, the, the sea here is four times saltier than Florida, man. It is salty. You can practically just float there and just lazily, laze along. But wow, those red stripes that you come out of the water are sure tasty. After you've been dive bombing off the little cliffs. Ah, unbelievable, right? All right. So tomorrow is Heroes Day, which is some kind of holiday here in Jamaica where they represent and celebrate uh, heroes. I don't know who those heroes are. I don't have details on this, but I assure you I will go find out. Here's the plan. Iggy, the cab driver. Because everyone's got a nickname in Jamaica, and they don't make a lot of nuance around the nickname. The nickname is kind of like what you got going on, man. If you got one eye, you're one eye. If you're shorty, you're shorty. Anyway, Iggy, I don't know where his nickname comes from. It kind of defeats my point, but sometimes people call him Augie or Aggie. So I don't know if it's a remix on his nickname. Anyway, dude is going to take us into Negril, and there should be a lot of different festivals and people celebrating. It's, you know, it's a holiday, right? Uh, Jamaican families going to the beach, people chilling out and checking, uh, checking out their village and celebrating stuff. So I don't know, man. It feels like uh, I'm obliged to go represent as the... Cascadian ambassador to Westmoreland Parish or County down here in the south southwest of Jamaica. And then beyond that, going to head up to some mountain uh, retreats to check out some, uh, some river where Bob Marley himself used to swim in the parish of Canaan like the, from the Bible, man, Canaan. There's something about some story that I should know, but I don't. Uh, and uh, going to eat some Ital food and learn from more, uh, you know, bush doctors about the plants surrounding this environment here on this beautiful lush island of Jamaica. So I've survived two days, and I'm holding up quite well. So there's no, uh, no sense worrying about me. I'm going to be fine as long as I keep these big, enormous joints rolling and uh, the coal red stripes well, I, I just hope the delivery truck comes. That's all I can s say because these red stripe light, red stripe lights, not gonna last too long. Not gonna last too long. You've been shooting along with Uncle No problems, man. No problems. <laughs>